Are you feeling defeated from constantly trying to change your body? Do you wake up feeling tired and unmotivated? You know you need to take care of your wellness, but you just can't handle another perceived failure in this area. I can totally relate. That was me when I was trying to cut through the noise of diet culture, but just didn't know any other way to approach health and wellness. That's why I created In His Image Wellness Collective, a community of women dedicated to stewarding their wellness for the glory of God, showing up in life with more energy, more excitement for life, more boldness in their calling, more patience with themselves and others. I want to invite you to join our collective and really work on total person wellness, mind, body, spirit. Email me at CarlaArgesWellness at gmail.com to learn more about this amazing community of women pursuing whole wellness together. You don't have to do this alone. When you join, you'll get access to an incredible workout and nutrition platform, weekly meal plan inspiration, weekly devotionals, a weekly prayer meeting over Zoom, daily support and guidance, a private group for accountability, and so much more. Again, you can email me at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com for more information. I cannot wait to hear from you. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Affirming Truth. I am your host, Carla Arges, and I am so grateful that you're here and that you're joining me and that you've been coming along this journey with me for the podcast. We are coming very quickly to the end of 2023, and it has been a beautiful, challenging, rewarding, transforming journey for me, and I hope it has been for you too as you've been following along with the podcast. Now, today I want to talk to you about five truths God says about you, about me, about us as believers. I don't know about you, but sometimes as we draw near to the end of a year, I start thinking about all the things I didn't accomplish or all the ways I messed up. As we get into the holiday season and the darkness, I am sometimes harder on myself and my ear bends a little bit more easily to the lies of the world and the enemy. And so I have to gird myself up in truth. And maybe you're feeling that way too. Maybe those little whispers of lies in the back of your head have started to get louder. Maybe the enemy is trying to condemn you, trying to get you to doubt God's goodness. Well, I'm here to remind you and myself today of five things God says about us. So get a paper, get a pencil. You're going to want to refer back to this, okay? Number one, 
You are his workmanship. In Ephesians 2.10, it says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he hath prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now, I really want you to grab hold of this, okay? You are his workmanship. The same God that put the stars in the skies created you. The same God that brought forth the oceans and called forth the mountains created you. And above all of his creation, you are his number one. Listen, it says that he prepared works beforehand. He already knew who you were going to be. He already knew the mistakes you were going to make, the the weaknesses you were going to have, and he still chose you and prepared beforehand good works for you to walk in. That's amazing. He intimately knows us. We are his workmanship. He created us with love and intention. We are not an afterthought. We are not the scraps. We are the main event in the story of creation. Right? That is amazing. So when the enemy wants to tell you about your brokenness, you can turn around and tell him, oh God, I am made in the image of God. I am his workmanship. He knew exactly about my brokenness and he still chose me and he still has a hope and a future for me. You are his workmanship. Number two, you are valuable to him. Luke 12, seven says, why even the hairs on your head are all numbered. Fear not, you are more of more value than many sparrows. This is how closely he knows you. The hairs on your head are numbered. He knows every detail about you uniquely, just like he does about me. Isn't that amazing? And it says, fear not, fear not. You don't have to be afraid that you don't measure up to the world's standards. We don't want those standards. We want God's standards. And in God's standards, he has valued us even more so than the sparrows, even more so than other elements of creation that he cares for and provides for. If he is going to provide for the birds, if he is going to provide for the fields, how much more is he going to provide you? He will meet your needs. Now, I know sometimes we feel like we need something and that doesn't always align to what God says we need. And sometimes we can feel the tension of that. Sometimes we feel like we need rescue when really God just knows we need companionship in the storm and he is there for us. Sometimes we think that we need provision to show up a certain way, but in God's wisdom, he will bring it to us in another way. God will provide for your needs according to his sovereignty because you are valuable to him. It doesn't matter your sin. He took it on the cross. 
He died for you. That is how valuable you are to him. He died for you to save you from an eternity separated from God. You are valuable to him. Number three. Oh, this is one of my favorites to consider. He rejoices over you. In Zephaniah 317, we read, the Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing. Listen, when you became a member of the family of Christ, he rejoiced over you. Heaven had a celebration. Just as the prodigal returned to the father and the father held a feast, when you accepted God into your life, he had a celebration for you. He is singing over you with gladness. He is rejoicing over you. He is in your midst, not just around you, but in you. See, back in Zephaniah, they didn't have the indwelling Holy Spirit. But because of what Jesus did on the cross, because of his resurrection and ascension, we are gifted the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. We have, we are in God's midst constantly. We don't have to go to a temple. We can just quiet our hearts and our minds right here. He is with us and he is rejoicing over us. When we take that step of faith, he is rejoicing over us. When we lean on the spirit and be bold in our faith, he rejoices over us. When we repent of our sin and are transformed more into the likeness of Jesus, he is rejoicing over us. He rejoices over us, just like you rejoice over your children. Just like you rejoice over your children. When your children does well, when your children learn the lesson, when your child overcomes, you rejoice, you celebrate. So does your God in heaven. He rejoices over you. Number four, he loves you with an ever lasting love. Romans 8, 38, 39 says, for I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, no powers, no height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's a long list. It is an all-encompassing list. Nothing can separate you from God's love. God's love is not human love. God's love is not conditional on our behavior. God's love is not conditional on how we show up. God's love isn't conditional on what we do. God loves you with an everlasting love. Nothing that you have done in the past Nothing that you are struggling through right now and nothing that you will do in the future will separate you from the love of God. You may separate yourself from him. You may walk away, but God will never turn his back on you. And when the enemy tries to tell you otherwise, when the enemy tries to tell you, oh no, you're not loved. When the enemy tries to tempt you to doubt God, like he tempted Eve in the garden to doubt God. I want you to remember this. Oh no, Satan, get thee behind me because my God loves me with an everlasting love. 
and nothing you can do can separate me from him. Amen. Amen. And number five, the fifth thing God says about you that I want you to hold on to right now is that we are his. In Isaiah 43, one, we read, do not fear. I have redeemed you. I have summoned you. You are mine. We are God's possession. We are God's possession. We are adopted into the family of Christ. We are joint heirs with Jesus. Guys, this is huge. This is huge. We are his. When he comes and separates the sheep and the goats, we are going to be counted children of God. We are his. The enemy may try to, to isolate us from God. The enemy may try to lie to us to think that we are separated from God. But no, we are his. I just am so fired up in my spirit knowing these truths. Like these truths give me hope and courage. These truths put me in a warrior stance against the lies of the enemy and the lies of the world and the lies of my past. I reject you lies. In fact, I rebuke you lies in the name of Jesus. And I cling to these truths. I am his workmanship. I am valuable to him. He rejoices over me. He loves me with an everlasting love. And I am his. Won't you declare those with me today? Here's your affirming truth. I reject what the world says about me and cling to the truth of God. And we look at Philippians 3.20, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we glorify and eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Our citizenship is in heaven, and we are waiting for that homecoming. We are not of this world. The world does not get to speak over us. The world does not get to define us because we are not of this world. We are citizens of heaven. And our homecoming is coming. That is the truth and the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Guys, write these out. Put them on your fridge. Rehearse them daily. And don't forget what God has spoken over you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.